the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burning. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, and we're broadcasting from the Rack Jack Barbecue Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group, all one word. Hittnergroup.com, 612-627-8000 is the number to call. 612-627-8000. And we have a special guest on the program today. Chris Galler is on the program. Chris is the CEO of the Minnesota Association of Realtors, and he has been in the industry as long as I have. So mid-80s. 30 years, isn't it? Or mid 80s, yeah. yeah. So, we were both well, kids. longer, yeah. We're so you've been kids. you've been in the in the business or in the industry for as long as I have been uh, or ever since I've been, you, right. you know, and everyone in who is in real estate from every company knows who you are and what you do. I think that you have probably the know more about our industry than anyone in the state. And I think it's amazing because you have such a perspective from every company. Uh, you interact with every CEO of every real estate company, all the committees, legislators, senators, um, administration, state administration. Nobody knows more about our industry than you do. I'm so thrilled to have you here. We should learn a lot, Keith. I think we will. So. Tape is rolling. I just learned a lot. I just learned. <laughs> I'm pretty impressive. Right? You're really good about myself. I'm excited to hear, first of all, if just your thoughts on the whole COVID thing and what has happened. We got we got two. I'm going to keep you here for two segments. So uh, the first the first segment I want to talk about just kind of where we, you know, if we could just reflect on since really March first or, or February, late February. And then, and where we are today, the impact it's had on our industry, on on our on our real estate agents that are members of the association, which is the largest professional association in the state, if Correct. I'm not mistaken. Correct. Twenty-one thousand members. So, wow. you know, I want to I want to just you know visit a little bit about that, get your thoughts on that, and then there's there's regulations uh, that I want to get in the next segment that's talking with rental properties, and I want to know about uh, what your thoughts on the impact that that has on landlords, on lenders, on tenants, and and uh, what that kind of path forward is as as sure. you see it. So first, let's just look at the uh, when the when the first virus drop hit the table. We were in February. It looked like we were going to have a spectacular year. Very good. 
you know, everything was, all, all, all thumbs were up, interest rates were low. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only issue that we had that I know of was inventory. Inventory. So what what did that impact? How do you see that as impacting, first of all, from an association standpoint, you know, your response to that? I mean, how did, how did you get your hands or head around it? Sure. As a trade association, um, the largest in the state, we've got members everywhere. We do a lot of activities and events. We bring members together, allow them to network, share ideas, share thoughts, share concerns that we can work on. We were coming into our legislative day, which is, you know, 500-plus members going to the Capitol, and everything person-to-person shut down. Mm -hmm. For the members, their business is person-to-person. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't don't make (laughs) transactions come together. You can't find out what a buyer is looking for, uh, what their needs are by just filling out a form. It doesn't work that way. You need to kind of get the emotional feel for that buyer so that as they go into properties, you can kind of even see their face. And they didn't know that they didn't like bright yellow wallpaper. They didn't tell you that one when you started. And you didn't know that that floor plan wasn't going to work. And probably they didn't know that floor plan wasn't going to work. And for sellers, they're used to having stagers and all these people come out to get that house ready. All of a sudden, nobody could do anything. You couldn't even have a photographer in the house with nobody else there. Um, that really hurt the business and shut it down on a dime. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, we were in, in bad shape. And most of it was before the government even did things. You saw it, Keith, where consumers just said, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of getting scared right now. They right. haven't done the stay-at-home order yet. They waited until the end of March. But you could see what was happening in New York and other places, and people started to, to hunker down, which is smart at that time because nobody at that knew point it was because we didn't know right. right nobody knew and i can did you call other uh executive directors or ceos of other state associations and and what was that conversation like conversation was what's going to happen with the business because uh if you'll remember early on washington was hit real hard and then new york got hit real hard and those governors decided to shut the gov just shut everything down everybody stay at home nobody do anything uh restaurants you know, rack shack unfortunately and others all of a sudden got impacted by no business what are we going to do we can't have no business forever and mm-hmm. i remember the president shut it down for a couple of weeks said let's give ourselves a couple of weeks to get ready mm-hmm. and then governors took over from that point and i think people forget that mm-hmm. it's he wanted to shut it down, see what we could do, get ready for, for service. In real estate, we work, started working with the legislature hard with the Department of Commerce. Uh, Commissioner Steve Kelly, who was a former senator, was very uh, good to work with. The Governor Walz's team was good to work with when we needed to say, you can't end real estate mm-hmm. transactions. People have stuff on trucks. They, they need to get on with their lives, other jobs, right. leaving an apartment to go to a house, all these kinds of things. It's 30% of the economy. For sure. Yeah. And, and and you got homes being built. Mm-hmm. Who's going to finance and hold those? And who's going to take those jobs? I mean, just got to be – and they, they recognized it. Mm-hmm. And so we said, what are your biggest concerns with the real estate industry? And it was open houses. And so we got together with big brokers. Um, I remember over a weekend we were discussing um, over the weekend doing conference calls and people are everywhere. And um, we got it worked out. So we said, okay, we'll stop open houses during the stay at home. We'll make sure that agents don't do them. Uh, We talked with the builders to try and get them. They had just shut down the parade of homes, their biggest event of the year. And 
um, the governor's team said, okay, we'll make you essential employees, which will allow you to carry through these transactions so we don't disturb their lives in that way. And then, um, you know, but ever the, everybody else, stay home. Don't, don't be practicing. And then we had to go back and get it fine-tuned because we had inspections that needed to occur and some of those kinds of things. But How did you handle the, the communication or the, the, the uh, panic calls, I guess, if nothing else, from agents that are calling in saying, first of all, we don't know what we can and what we can't do, right. number one. Number two, I got to sell something because... You know, I I have my yes, house payment yeah, to make. Right, this is how right. this is my livelihood here. What am I to do? Right. Well, we got fortunate there in that the federal uh, CARES legislation allowed real estate agents that weren't able to practice, who are independent contractors, to uh, get unemployment insurance. And we guided them on PPP, and we guided them on. There was another program. I forget the initials. There's been so much going yeah. on, but we guided them into those. We set up a special website for consumers and realtors because sometimes consumers had questions and their real estate agent may not have it at that point, and it changes, seems like, every week, um, and said, here's all the different information. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. Here's some recommendations. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have people in a house, here's some recommendations on how to do it safely for both the buyers and the sellers because a lot of sellers are older than mm-hmm. the buyers are. And our agents just adopted it very, very well. I mean, across the board, we got very few complaints. We mostly got, and we still get them sometimes now, now that it's slowed down, but Mm -hmm. what about this situation? How do I handle this situation? Mm -hmm. We came out with new forms because we had real estate transactions in process. How are we going to handle that because somebody's lost a job or somebody now can't move because of health issues or whatever it was and the team pulled together you know a lot of times people say we you don't realize how good your team is and it's my staff that i'm fortunate to have a really good team um how good they are until an emergency comes when it's day to day it's what do you easy. what do you think now and we got a minute left this segment so what do you think is going to be like a permanent thing that's as a result of I think virtual tours and anything virtual. I think consumers were shifting already to the Internet, uh, looking at properties. You know, they Mm -hmm. come to you and say, here's some, I think it's going to expand. You're going to see more and more of that going forward. I think that's probably the biggest change. And you're starting to see people now, because of employment, seeking larger homes, more open space. And I don't think that they're going back to the offices the way they did before. They'll Mm -hmm. still go to the office. They're just not going to go for 40 or 45 hours a week. They may go for 25 hours a week so that you can still get that collaboration among staff people. When we come back from break, I want to talk about a specific issue that's, uh, that has arisen uh, in this, and that deals with our investors and in our rental properties that we have uh, throughout the state. Uh, this is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, and we're going to go out and pay some bills. Keep us in mind if you want a little help, 612-627-8000. Go to Rack Shack Barbecue, get yourself some dandy food. We'll be right back. Get that. Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. 